Welcome to the Enziguri. I'm your host, Fran, along with the most random guy outside of Grand Theft Auto, the healest heel in the room, D.B. Richards. I just beat the checkers against my computer! <laughs> and also joining us at this time is the five-time post-eating champion of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, now residing in Texas, Chad LeBlanc. Chad, are you there? What's that? Uh, speak one more time. I got. I got to test out this volume. Do it again. What up? Oh, that's more like it. Uh, not much. <laughs> Yay! We got ourselves uh, episode. Was twenty three? I believe. I think so. But uh, I literally beat the computer again. We got ourselves a uh, man. Put your phone away. We got a. We got ourselves some wrestling to talk about. Oh, this is gonna be great. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Chad, did, we didn't talk. No, we didn't talk to you about um, SummerSlam. What was your opinion on SummerSlam this year? Honestly, it, it's hit and miss. There was a few good matches, but most of it wasn't... I don't think it was that good, honestly. You think that TakeOver was better? Oh, yeah, much better. You think it was the greatest TakeOver ever? Everybody seems to have that opinion every year. Well, they think it's getting better every every year, so, I mean, it's only going up and up and up instead of staying about the same like everyone else. I disagree with you. I thought SummerSlam was good. Not great, but good. It was something that I'm not going to say, oh, gosh, we're going to watch WrestleMania 11 once again, the horrible worst pay-per-view WWE ever put together, WrestleMania 11. It's not that. It's a lot better. I thought it was great. I enjoyed it. And I sucked on picking my wrestlers. You know what I mean? But hey, well, I enjoyed it. What would be your pick for the for the worst? Because uh, you always mention WrestleMania 11. What about the worst SummerSlam? Worst SummerSlam? Because you're a SummerSlam, Mark, so I think you like all of them just because they're SummerSlam. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's SummerSlam. I, 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 gotta... I, I bet there's a couple out there I didn't like SummerSlam 93 that much. What about... Before. <laughs> Hey, Chad, what about you? What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think really bad SummerSlam? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to say, to be honest. I mean, the only thing that some com- years are bad, some years are just nah. The only thing that comes to mind to me is like the really bad Undertaker versus Giant Gonzalez match. Whichever SummerSlam that was on, that was the worst SummerSlam ever. One of my favorites was Undertaker versus Undertaker. Well, okay, so you're a Brian Lee fan. I am a Brian Lee fan. Well, there you go. So let's. Dude, it's all about the so triple threat. We're gonna we're gonna break down match by match for the people that missed the last episode because we actually um what we happened? didn't we didn't hit every match. There was a couple that we that I, I bet we did. But no, we was, didn't. We didn't talk about Big Show versus Big Cast, but that was a very forgettable match. But we'll, but, we'll talk about that in a second. But it, it wasn't our fault. We were driving. We were trying to end the show just because everybody just walked out when we were getting ready to clean up. Yeah, because it was getting late, and everybody was like, "We'll do this shit later on." Um, <clears throat> ooh, damn, burrito bowl. My bad. Um, so let's talk about the matches real quick. We're just gonna go down the list. Give a quick opinion about it. Okay, so for the kickoff matches, we had Miz with the Miz Taraj defeating Jason Jordan and the Hardy Boys at about ten and a half minutes. And um, any any thoughts about this besides 
The Miz on Raw talking about how pissed off he was that he was on the uh, show opener. I have to say, dude, that promo on Raw, we'll get back to it, but um, that match, dude, he got over it. Um, he's pushing it, the guys behind him, Axel and Bo Dallas, they're going to get pushed big time. They're going to be tag team champions sometime. Curtis Perfect and Bo Shaster. They're going to be tag team champions sometime down the road when they stop pushing the shield over and over again. Dude, we got other tag teams out there. Let's, let's use them. Like the Killer Bees. What about you, Chad? What's your opinion on the Killer Bees? <laughs> well, honestly, uh, I agree with DB. Once they let freaking Axel and Shyster stop jobbing and actually show their skills, I think they'll be better off. If you notice, Bo Dallas is like maybe one of the only ones that was a champion in NXT and hasn't proved that he could be anything better in WWE main roster. Yeah. <clears throat> See, we got. So the next one was Neville defeating Akira Tozawa to win back his Cruiserweight Championship. What was the point for changing the titles already? You know what I mean? You know why? It's to mess with people's brands with the Fantasy League, because it's all about the points. Um, to yeah, some. Yeah, I I had the... It seemed like it was very predictable that Neville was going to win the belt back, but at the same time, it was one of those random, spontaneous Vince McMahon thoughts where it's like, we don't have anything going on for this show, so let's have a random title change. But, I mean... He should have just kept the belt, but... It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Chad? I, I agree. It's like, why let him get the belt on Raw and then lose it that following Sunday? It's like, why, why did they even have the title change? Just so he could have it for a week and then lose it again? If they really wanted to have a shocker, they would have a Cruiserweight title match that's not on the kickoff shows. So... But how how's... um. Never ever going to be the king of kickoff shows. You got a point there. So, then we also have the Usos defeating the New Day for the tag team titles in about 20 minutes. And once Once again, again, yes, see? We had the same thought. (laughs) What were you going to say? They shouldn't be on the pre-show match. That was a better match than John Cena. Wait, no. Randy Orton versus Rusev. That took, like, five seconds to do. Well, at the same time, Randy Orton versus... Yeah. They, um... The Usos and the New Day, regardless of people's opinions about maybe they need to do something else with them because they've, they've kind of been around for a while, um, they could feud forever. All their matches have been good, so... Always. Dude, like, we'll get to SmackDown, but I can't wait for the world's greatest American Alphas. World's greatest American alphas. Chad, did, um, yeah, what about the Usos in New Day? You, you think they should uh, keep having, like, keep going with their uh, their feud or? I mean, they're they're very entertaining with it. I mean, people seem to like it. I'm just waiting for them to have the New Day freaking fight each other. That's, I'm sure that's the next step, anyways. I'm still not a fan of the Usos with the Day One ish shirt, but I, the shirt doesn't get me either. I don't get it. It's Day One shit. You know, like, yeah, that's that's all that is. 
doesn't make sense to me, but yeah, you have to be deep into rap to understand that. Shit. Yeah, we got we got to be into the hip hop. Come on, Chad, throw some beats. I'm fuck. So we got speak. <laughs> we have John Cena defeating Baron Corbin. Um, very typical Cena match where he's going. You know, once this is amazing that. <laughs> That John Cena is opening up Picard, the main show. Yeah, that is right. I, well, when's the last time we seen him do that? That's the, the craziness of it. All. That's the thing. He could turn around and be like, you, you know, the one thing that kind of threw me off though was that you can tell that Baron's push is being stalled because it took one attitude adjustment to put him away. Cena cannot beat like Ellsworth <clears throat> with one AA these days. See, this is what happens. Like, starting off the pre-show, starts off the show. You know what I mean? The pre-show starts off the show, but it doesn't count when it gets on the pay-per-view. But the Miz match was amazing. They put it together. You know it was going to be a good card. Then John Cena comes out for now where it makes a great match. So you can't say, oh, that match was horrible. You're like, oh, cool. Let's, let's work on this. Well, it's just a regular TV match, but, I mean. He made Baron Corbin look good. Cause I don't, I don't like him. It's like I don't know what. And Major indifference with Baron Corbin, the Lone Wolf, and his crappy new theme music. What I do just, you think? What do you think, Chad? What about his new theme music? You think he should have stuck with the one he had before, where I had the motorcycle intro? I think so. I mean, if they really wanted to throw us as far, they would have let Baron Corbin win instead of John Cena. Cause I mean, you're pretty much already know he's gonna he's gonna win. They're not gonna let Baron Corbin win. Well, Cena was actually, he had a string of, like, losses at SummerSlam, so nobody can really, I mean, as far as SummerSlam goes, nobody can say, oh, John Cena holding people down, because he was a jobbing, jobbing master at SummerSlam the last few years. People need to stop shitting on John Cena. John Cena, I haven't seen a bad match from him since um, when he started. Oh, the... There, there's a few in there, think, but you forgot about them because he's had a lot of good matches. Dude, so. like, when he started feuding with Randy Orton back in the day, they were great. And then it just kept on getting better when he took on a, um, Sam Punk and then Daniel Bryan. You just keep on bringing names into it, you know what I mean? Well, I'm not saying he does bad matches or nothing, but it's just... Out of the two of them, I mean... WWE's going to let Cena win. They're not going to let Baron win. But, Chad, but you told John Cena your favorite CD was his CD when he put it out back a couple of years ago. Or more. Yeah, and you also, you also waited until after I told you about the prototype to ask him, uh, hey, prototype. <laughs> the first a- Cena match I ever saw in person was John Cena versus Crowbar, which explains my hatred for Crowbar. We have, <laughs> so next up was SmackDown Women's Championship match. Natalia defeats Naomi by, by submission with the sharpshooter. And there was no cash-in, no bullshit, just Natalia finally getting what she deserves. And it was amazing. That's why I confused everybody, except the people that picked her in uh, fantasy. I just, I was amazed. I was like, huh? Really? They're dropping her already? Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Alright, we got um, Big Cass defeating the Big Show. 
I'm mm. trying to remember. The highlight of this match was actually Enzo slicking himself up with whatever the hell he had, getting out, getting out of the shark cage, and then getting his face booted off. But that was great. That got over. I wish he didn't go down. I wish he was. He just got out and was like, "Oh, look at this!" And thanks, you got me making a meme. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Moving right we along. We got Randy Orton defeating Rusev in about three seconds with the RKO. Once again, should have been a pre-show match. But they have to kill time for the pre-show. This one, Randy Orton has had a string of bullshit since WrestleMania. And it appears like that string of uh, bullshit matches is going to what, continue. What has Rusev done to get pissed off at Sakran? Because three seconds, this is a Daniel Bryan match. You want to know why? Because of everything with Lana. He is still getting punished for that. Dude, the last time somebody had a match like that, Kurt Small and Short, was Daniel Bryan and um, Sheamus at WrestleMania. Well, maybe Rusev was like, you know what? I just want to have a short night. Like, I'm still getting paid here, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't feel like dealing with Randy Orton right now and all this fucking bullshit, so... Moving right along. I think it's bad that he won't give a... Uh... Him a taste of Lana. It could be that too. It could be that too. So we have Sasha Banks defeating Alexa Bliss by submission. I think we all, well, at least Dave, because Dave just gave a big, <sighs> like, why? Why do they want to push Sasha Banks? She gets hurt more than any other wrestler in the last couple of years when she has the title. Like, what's next? Is she going to be, like, broken leg and have a quad messed up? I must be for, I must be having brain damage because I never saw her as injury-prone. I just don't like her. Really? She was injury-prone every time. Like, she played against... Uh, that's where she lost the titles. Every time. You know what I mean? Oh, I had to give up my title. Oh, that I was, like, one time. Why? And then she kept trading it back and forth with Charlotte. Yeah. When they had their, like... Their feud that had matches on Raw every week where they swapped the belt back and forth. <clears throat> like, I do like Sasha. I think she's good. But I don't think she should be champion. I don't... I think, I think they need to put a, a real heel on it. And... Well, like we talked about last time, I think they should give it to freaking Nia. Nia Jax! More believable than freaking... Nia Jax would have been great as champion, but it would be great if she wrestled her girl. Bless. Yeah. Yeah, that should have been the payoff, but I think they're still trying to be careful with Nia since uh, she has a tendency of injuring other people, so... She's the queen of it. Yeah. The... No, her, her fault is, every time you watch her in the ring, she's always smiling. You're supposed to be a big giant heel. You should be the awesome Kong. Watch awesome Kong. She never smiles. Well, we can't have big giants smiling. No, she smiles every five seconds. You know who else smiles all the time? Brock Lesnar. He can go up to somebody. But that's all right. How but that's all right. You want to know why it's all right? Because it's Brock Lesnar. He can smile. No, because his smiles is a little bit different. His it, smile is a little bit different. Yeah, because he got that creepy smile go. What, because he's a white guy and she's Samoan? No, not that. That's kind of racist. Dude, you go go back down to Texas and, and take um, Lee's 
Tur um, statue down. Okay. Wait, he is in Texas. I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, pass. But okay. <laughs> so next matchup was, and this is how they announced him, the Demon King Finn Balor defeats Bray Wyatt. Uh, <clears throat> don't know why they're pushing Finn Balor. I haven't seen anything good for him, but you could tell that he was going to win that match. There's nothing wrong with him. I just don't understand. Like, here's the thing, is that I don't hate him. I just don't see what they find with him over other wrestlers. midgets, you know. Wrestlers that have the same kind of background. You want to know what it is? Because he can pop his collar. Because he looks so cool. Because he's got the nice abs. You know who else has nice abs? What about Tony Nese? Why don't you push him? He's got nice abs. But they're not Finn Balor's. He's not the demon. He looks like on drugs with his freaking... Yo, ADHD Finn Balor. He, yes, he looks highly medicated. See, see, Bray Wyatt's losing every time, and I don't know if they like him or they just think he's a good person to put in a feud with. Well, no, they they already said, or um, he already, even the announcers talk about it when they say Bray Wyatt. He's not concerned about winning or losing. He just wants to make everybody's life a living hell. It's like, yes, if you have a feud with Bray Wyatt, you're going to be wasting your time. That is hell. So, we got... And one of the matches of the night was the Raw Tag Team Championship match with Ambrose and Rollins defeating Cesaro and Sheamus. And the highlight of this match was Sheamus running into the crowd and tearing up the beach ball. You said Sheamus? Cesaro and Sheamus. Cesaro did it, not Sheamus. Sheamus was still in the front. You know who I'm talking about. Cesaro. Yeah. The other the other guy, not Sheamus. Anyway, so yeah, Cesaro. Okay. Yes, they had the um the nice New York Brooklyn crowd, whatever, for some reason decided to be playing with a beach ball, and Cesaro actually did that before. He ran into the. Yes, do not have a beach ball when Cesaro is wrestling. He will run out and tear that shit up. Did he have a meme saying like um? He will not forgive the beach ball because it killed his mother. Something like that. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So Ambrose and Rollins, they, they pick up the win. Um, it's a good match. The bar probably could have kept the belts, you know, but they'll, I, they'll, they'll, they'll continue doing whatever they're going to do with them. So I don't know why they, they could have kept this feud going still. Because, because on Raw the next night, they said, you know what sounds better? Three-time tag team champions. Yeah, it's got a ring to it. Makes sense. United States Championship match: AJ Styles defeats Kevin Owens. <laughs> I love this match. A lot of people don't like Owens. A lot of people they're like, he looks lazy. He's too fat. Blah blah blah. Dude, I love his style. It's slow, but good. I, I mean, I, I liked his stuff in the Indies a little bit more than Dude, he was now. great in the Indians, uh, Indies. He was Mr. Wrestling, Kevin, uh, um, Kevin Steen. Because he had a couple of moves they, they won't let him do now. We're not even talking about the package pile driver. We're talking about, like, there's... If you if you go on YouTube and look up, like, top whatever moves of Kevin Owens or Kevin Steen, you'll see some of them where the guy, it's like, yeah, he just dropped them head and neck on the turnbuckle um, yeah. 
Yeah, he 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 likes doing that a lot apparently. So didn't he do like a tombstone on like a ladder to? Uh, yeah, he did, yeah during one of the ladder uh, ladder war matches with Generico, it was um it was the package pile driver onto the ladder which. See, I well, when Sami Zayn and him on Raw, when we get to it, SmackDown, I mean. Well, when we get to it, I want to say why I wanted to see that happen, but okay. Let's keep on going. Next up, we have Jinder Mahal pinning Shinsuke. <laughs> um, Shinsuke? Yeah, that's the WWE version. It's not Shinsuke Nakamura. Let's just call him Shinsuke. Yeah, so a lot of people were guessing that Shinsuke was going to win, but that he wasn't going to win the belt. But Jinder got the pin on Nakamura. Nobody expected that. No. People are upset. They're like, they don't understand why he's champion. He sucks. He was a jobber. He was a... Dude, he's the best gimmick going on right now. Dude, I'm enjoying him. It's like the first time since JBL was um, the leading heel. I yeah. fell in love. Like, Alberto was up there, but he just didn't get that. I got bored watching Del Rio. But when watching Jinder Mahal, I don't know what the Sin Brothers are going to do next. I don't know what he's going to do next. You don't know if they're going to get dumped on their heads. But they're going to be in India in September. So he's going to hold the title a little bit longer. Chad, what's your take on all that? Yeah, I mean, honestly... I didn't. I mean, I didn't think that they were gonna give the title to Nakamura, but I mean, it was pretty predictable about the whole interference from the Singh brothers. I mean, that's just his thing right now. It's the Indian They're probably gonna let him keep it till after the India thing, and yeah, then the they, they probably let him pop it after that. I, I, I think, I think they could could keep him going on till WrestleMania if they know how to use him. And his promos are great. Next up, we had the match of the night, and it was the main event. Fatal 4-Way Universal Championship match. Brock Lesnar gets the win, and the other three, Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, and Braun Strowman. People that picked picked everybody else, thinking Brock Lesnar was going to leave for good, his contract is still WrestleMania. So I don't think they're going to... You weren't getting what people were saying, though. They were saying that he still only has a limited amount of dates unless they pay for more dates. And WWE is very, being very cheap right now. So, I mean, you don't see any pyro entrances, and that probably costs more than Lesnar's contract. Um, no, but... So, the big story out of this match was Strowman and Brock's encounters. They kept it... They, they, they had just enough interaction with each other to show... That Strowman can easily kill Brock. That's the whole story that they want to play up. But, but right there, like they're gonna set up for the next pay per view, and that's where Strowman's gonna be the world champion. Or it's or he's just gonna be another person that Brock takes out. But the um. Because I don't think he could keep the title. This too. this match was awesome. This was this was the kind of match that they needed. You know what it looked like? It looked like Paul Heyman booked it. Paul Heyman always books it. I was joking. But yeah, the whole card. Even even Roman Reigns looked good in the match. 
halfway on the ground. Somebody was like, oh, you're going to have one face and three heels? It's like, no, it's more like everybody hates Roman Reigns and uh, the three <laughs> heels are the faces. So... <laughs> I didn't expect I didn't expect Brock to get the uh, pin on Reigns though. I thought he was going to get on Joe. Joe That's, seemed to be the guy that could afford to take the loss. So, well, everybody was amazed that we had a little computer chair and lawn dog match. He threw a chair and hit two people this time. So, Chad, <laughs> what did you think of the part when um, Strowman went all nemesis on Lesnar and? dump the uh, table on top of him. It kind of reminds me of uh, the match with Big Show. Uh, I forget who he was wrestling, but didn't he do the same thing? He. Uh... I, th- I think... <laughs> oh, I, don't like the... I know I remember not too long ago about somebody dumping uh, the table on another guy. The, the one that came to mind was when... Um... There was a there was a segment with Seth Rollins when he saw J and J security and he was telling Brock Lesnar, No, you're not gonna get your rematch for the belt and Brock goes ape shit. He takes out everybody, he he picks up the announce table and dumps it on top of Booker T and then he picks up uh Michael Cole, F fives him, and then Stephanie comes out, she's like, Get the hell out of my ring <laughs> And that's how they wrote him off. So yeah. um Then he F five the camera guy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fired the camera guy twice because he was bored. Um, <laughs> that was SummerSlam. SummerSlam. I mean, there was. I was looking at the reviews and like a lot of people had mixed opinions, but like this is the first big pay per view, like four to six hour, whatever they do with pre match included or pre show yeah. matches included, where I didn't fall asleep at the end of the show. Right. And the crowd was. Like, you would figure that they would have been really out of it, but that main event was the shit, so. Okay, so moving on to Raw. We have a... I didn't put this in any order, so I'm just going to go down and what I got right now. So we had a we had a street fight. <laughs> Enzo defeats Big Cass. Um, and so Enzo defeats Big Cass... He didn't really defeat him. It was more like Big Cass hurt himself. And, um... So, that's... The story that came out of that match was... Cass, uh, Basically, what happened was... was Enzo was pulling the top rope when Big Cass was trying to boot him off the apron. Uh, Big Cass, he spills over the top and he, like, lands awkwardly. And now his knee's fucked up. And he's probably gonna be out for nine months. So... Um, that sounds so great. Didn't he pretty much do the same injury that Triple H got? Um, it 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 really did sound like it from like you know from uh what it appeared, but, but yeah they were talking about him like you know it's like oh we're uh, that just it's just such a Kevin Nash move of him to do. But you could tell he was he was real pissed off there. He was like son of a bitch ah. <laughs> And then, yeah, because he's finally getting some somewhat of a switch in some singles, and then he freaking gets injured. Yeah, but this could be a blessing in disguise. Now he can take all that extra time he's away and learn how to promo. Exactly. Maybe he can change up a gimmick. Dude, like... They've already changed the freaking... Like, tall guys. Uh, or, 
Okay, what were you saying, Chad? <laughs> I said they've already changed up his interest music and everything, so... Yeah, and... Uh, he needs to learn something. He needs to go talk to Kevin Nash and teach him how to be a big man. Minus the knee injuries. Yes. Yes, okay. Yeah, no. Um, Dude, he can talk to Sid. At least Sid was a better heel. You know what I mean? Sid is... <laughs> Sid is still searching for the other half of his brain. So we have Nia Jax squashing Emma in about a minute. Um, it's just another Nia Jax squash match. Until she has a title match and then she loses because that's what she does. Let's see. She loses and she knows things. Elias was getting cheers. He was getting he was getting crowd participation. It was awesome. Dude, we didn't get to the point at SummerSlam. He played a whole song. And they wanted to and they were chanting for an on- encore. <laughs> what in the hell is that? So awkward side. Yeah, no, it was awkward silence because there was a lot of fuzz on the end. It was like a Seth Rollins intro or something. <laughs> um, so, like um, you were saying, dude, we know one person that doesn't like um, Ellsworth. I mean, not Elias. Oh, no, no, here's the thing. There's a lot of people that don't like Elias. Like, um, what's his name? Monty, he, he was talking about the other day. He said Elias's gimmick is, it is awesome. It is awesome because he doesn't even have to do anything. He's no. just sitting in the ring playing guitar and the crowd like just it's it's crazy. Do you remember Jillian Hall when she came out and she sang and it was horrible? It's like ah! You know something in comparison? I love Elias Sampson because she was really horrible. <laughs> she was horrible, but she got over as being a horrible singer. If I wanted to listen to something like that, I listen to Vicky Guerrero with her annoying ass Dude, voice. Once again, an old person who said she got over. I love Vicky Guerrero, and I thought she was great. When I heard "Excuse me," I was like, "Dude, this is perfect." <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, nah, Chad, what were you saying? I said she's gonna keep that over from being annoying. Yeah. I mean, well, there's there's easy ways of getting heat, then there's other ways, like you know. But the the problem with that though is that you have people when they're so good with their character that they get the uh, that they turn into the cool heels, the ones that people actually like, and then they're the bigger faces than the uh, people that are supposed to be the faces. Look at Ellsworth. He's so annoying, but he's good. He's a good little smaller guy that gets annoying. Ellsworth is such a shit. I like him. Of Duh. course you do, man. <laughs> Why? He he'd be like another person. He'd be like, "Yo, Ellsworth, promoter show." Like, <laughs> I bet he wants to, because he's our number one fan. No, that would Duh. be the blue meaning. Oh. And you then, lied to uh, me. <laughs> so, Mustafa Ali, Rick, Rich, Rich Swan, Red Swan, Cedric Alexander. Um, defeats Drew Gulak, Tony Nese, Noam Dar, and Davari. Did you miss somebody in the first one? You only said three names. For some reason, one of the names here was repeated. I don't remember who the other person was. I think it was the Mexican master. Oh, it was uh, Grandmaster Leak. 
Yeah. Yeah. So we have Mustafa Swan, Alexander, and Mexican Masked Man. <laughs> go, go ahead, Chad. Grand Metalik. Yes. Defeats Gulag, Tony Nese, Dar, and Davari. Why? Like, okay, I get the concept. Always put the heel faces over. But Tony Nese is a great wrestler. Um, Gulak is amazing like his brother. But they, they just keep on jobbing him every time. It's because they need to work on their personality. That's why. Their personality's alright. They're very nice guys. Because they're amazing. Well, didn't Gulag do that same gimmick in the Indies? What amazing. You know, trying to be the freaking, like... What, no fly zone? Yeah, the that and then the whole, um... forget another one, but... He was doing the amazing gimmick with his brother. Well, yeah, he did that later, but the whole thing where he had his, his little, like... Like, um... That, that real big dude, and then, uh... I, I didn't really keep up with it because it was kind of annoying, but basically saving the combat zone, and now he's wanting to save. Yeah, he was doing like the anti-hardcore gimmick. Yeah. So yeah. now he's doing the anti-flyer. Uh, no, yeah, thing. the no-fly zone. Um, yeah, two of five lives still got ways to go. Like that—that's going to be a never-ending project for them. So, I mean, you had. You had, um... Oh, we're still talking about Elias' match. I mean, you had, like, <laughs> Neville versus Ares when they had their feud. Their matches were insane. They were great. And, like, the crowd did not give a shit. So, like, it's because of the perception of cruiserweights. Like, they're like, why should we care about these guys? Because, like, I loved the cruiserweights when WCW had them. Like, I couldn't wait to watch it, 8 o'clock. But it was also a different time. I mean, like, you had... You know what? There was um, a topic online where they were talking about like, oh, the the crowd, the crowd on Raw, was, like they were shitting all over, like you know, because of the beach balls and the waves and everything. But then it was like, okay, so do you remember the Monday Nitro days when people would throw the trash in the ring and they were like, well, that's different because they were participating. They were angry at the storylines and the characters and they thought it was real. Like, in this case, they're doing all this stuff because they're smart marks and because they want to show that they don't give a shit. And it's like, well, wrestling as a whole has kind of put themselves in that position because they wanted to embrace social media and everything and basically be like, yes, we're fake. So they have to go about things a different way now. Like, I mean, they're still... and, And they're working on it, but it's also for the fact of, like, WWE is the only major company. I mean, there's other companies, but that's still, like, the one company that everybody eventually wants to work for at least once, you know? Unless they're a big name, or unless they're, like, you know, you look at somebody like Kenny Omega and be like, oh, he's doing absolutely okay for himself. But you know in the back of his head, he's like, I just gotta wait for the right time so they don't fuck with me. Like... I got I got to pull like what AJ Styles did, where he waited for so long that by the time he finally debuted, they were gonna do something with him. Yeah. So. Let's get back to the next one. Yeah. Damn it. What is it? I don't know. What? What? I, like that that uh, that dude in that uh, clip. It's still real to me, Danny. Yeah, exactly. It. Th- you know what? That this, guy was a really nice guy. 
That was like some of the people at the uh, last House of Hardcore show, like the guy in the wheelchair. It's still real to him. So. Oh my gosh, we never talked about that guy. Well, we'll get to him. We'll get oh, to him. Oh, we will. <laughs> so next up, we had um. Suffering. So no, so Kurt Angle was talking to his black son, Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan Why does was he have like to be black son because he is black. My black son. Yeah, exactly. My so black like. Son? He, um, Jordan was like, oh, I want some competition or, and like, so we had Finn, Finn Balor. Um, and this looks like it might be an aborted push or whatever, because Balor just, you know, Finn Balor defeats Jason Jordan about 12 minutes. Um, the crowd still does not care about Jason Jordan. I still think that they need to have Jason Jordan get on the mic. You know what? Before it would have been like, do not boo me, but now it's. You do not stay silent for Kurt Angle's son. You do not stay silent. I am here for all of you. Like, they have to do something with that. They they need to do more. They're not going to have a fucking bullshit-ass storyline like this and then just be like, okay, now now go out and do your thing. Because now the crowd just sees him as a joke. Because they're not... Well, they're not doing anything with him now. They're like, this is the payoff. Now go out and do your thing. It's like, you need to so do more with they, this. They shouldn't have got rid of them alphas. Got rid of alphas. They could have just let them run around as a tag team, doing their thing. But that's what they do. They, I mean, well, there's a lot of people that are like, you know, because they have so many people on the roster. You would figure, yes, we're gonna bolster up the tag team division, but instead, the tag team division always seems like an experiment for them. You know, maybe once the revival gets back and doesn't get themselves injured, then they could finally have their feud with the Hardys. Was so. it the WCW uh, Bischoff that got rid of the tag team for a while? Oh yeah, Bischoff hated tag team wrestling. And then, um, and, and tag team wrestling in WCW was huge. Every single era when, you know, it's like, oh, you had the Attitude Era, you had the Ruthless Aggression Era, as far as w, uh, WWE goes. There was always... A big focus around tag team wrestling. Like, so we had the Ruthless Aggression era. One of the highlights of that era was, I, I believe it was No Mercy, um, Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit versus Edge and Rey Mysterio. One of the best tag team matches ever. And of course, they'll never talk about it now because we got Benoit involved, but that's another story, so. Who's that? It's that guy that choked out his wife. And, Who's that? And, and, uh, I don't know who that is. Yes, you do. Totally blocked my brain. That seems to not be very difficult to do. <laughs> Chad. Yes. Okay. Oh, you're home. Oh, no, no, no. Um, yeah. What do you think they should do with tag team wrestling? Do you, I mean, like, what is your opinion every single time they break up a team and you're just like, why? Yeah, why? I don't know. I mean, like, I agree with you all about they should have kept American Alpha together. I mean, same thing with, like, with Jason Jordan. I mean, you would think that they just go with the old standby of Kurt Angle showing favoritism and, like, putting him in like, big big matches, but it just See? kind of had a buildup and then kind of stalled out already. See, right there. He could have been, if Jason Jordan could have got jealous by Gable, because Angle's like, oh, this is what you should do, and like not teaching Jordan, dude, you could have done so much with us. And they sh- and they still should have had them 
go to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. And Jason Dude, Jordan like, throws a hissy fit because he lost his ski. He lost his daddy in ski ball. Like, like totally. You could have made Jordan turn heel, gave a little bit. But your dad's awesome, man. I love him. And like, like your best friend. You know how like you're little and your parents like one of your best friends growing up. It's like, oh yeah, come on over, little Jimmy, and chill with us. Yeah, come on over. Yeah. Like Chad with um, with um George. They were they couldn't get away from each other. So next up we had. Um, <laughs> Did he hang up? <laughs> no, no, he, no, he's he's on mute. Um, no. The uh, Roman Reigns and John Cena. Uh, okay, so before we get to that, I'll, um, did you miss you missed the Seth Rollins match, the tag team match titles? Oh yeah, yeah. Hold on, Siren. Show uh, versus Hardys. Yeah. Um, yeah, Shield defeat the Hardys, and it was it was a good match. I mean, match. that was that was probably a match of the night. So. But are they gonna do the same thing they did to the Dudley Boys? Uh, just, I don't think so like, because like there's still there's still money to be made with the Hardys. They have always been a big merch seller. So. They were, but the Hardys were up there too in tag team world. Yeah. Um, if Bubble Ray, Dolly, and Devon walked out right now. To the ring, you'd be cheerful. Correct? I don't know if I would cheer for Bubba after the uh, reach around he gave to Rock and Roll Express. <laughs> I'm like, why do we have this guy that used to cause riots in the ECW arena licking their assholes? <laughs> you know, this is not the Bubba I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it, it was one of his bucket lists tagged with the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, tag um, teams that did something in the years. So, there, there was a couple other matches, but I'm actually going to go over these uh, segments that they had. Um, there was, like, two big segments on the show. The first one was with, um, it was Heyman and Lesnar coming out to, like, you know, talk about their victory last night at the pay-per-view. Brock's very happy and looking pretty good, after, you know, even though he got his ass beat. He's a beast, uh, you know, all that stuff. Heyman is thrilled to announce Brock as the reigning defending champion. He told everybody that that's how it was going to go down. SummerSlam's over. Brock is still champion. Uh, it was a conspiracy to take the title away from his client. But Brock came back from the stretcher job and kept this championship. And Heyman just kissing his ass even more like Heyman loves him. Somehow do. we all knew Brock was coming back. So... After all that's done, Braun Strowman's music hits. Braun! Brock, like, you know, he goes from happy to, like, uh-oh. Like, you know, it, Lesnar's always been good at those little, like, facial expressions. Like, you were just talking uh -oh. about his, like, creepy smile. So. Is it... Is it... Harry and the Henderson? So, the crowd chants Strowman, and they kind of have a nice Goldberg, like, you know, rhythm to it. It's like, Strowman... And uh, they go face-to-face, -face, have a brawl. Braun power slams him twice, picks up the Universal title, stands tall. And Heyman is just, like... Didn't Joe last week said um, he wasn't a big fan of um, Strowman? Um, yeah, I mean, there's... I think it's just... It's from when they take certain matchups 
and they beat him to death, or anything that just gets beaten down to death. Like when, like when Brock, like when Brock started doing the whole Suplex City gimmick, he was like, dude, like you know, but he never liked Lesnar. But that was just another reason. And everybody else is like, you know, Brock is just. Here's the thing. Is that. That's what they're paying him to do right now. Yeah. If Brock, if they told him to job to Ellsworth. He would fucking do it. You want to know why? Because wrestling because wrestling is not real. He doesn't care. <gasps> what? Dude, it's yeah, exactly. No, it was like the um it was like when Dana White went on the interview and he was like, Wrestling is fake and and Brock was just like, Yes, we know it's fake. Big shocker there. But uh it's it's for entertainment. So, you know, people get more entertainment out of like twenty minute matches than like, you know, somebody Getting their ass beat. How's that? Like, their blockbuster um, money-wise UFC doesn't hit the roof, but WWE does. No, they they have some they have some money to be made there, but they haven't really been doing. Oh, no, you can't say they've been doing a whole lot because like Ronda's kind of done, and McGregor is doing his thing with uh. See, Mayweather, so... I remember, like, it was, like, every three months um, UFC had pay-per-view. Dude, I'm okay. Like, now it's, like, every week. You know what I mean? It's, like... UFC, they, they had they had a peak moment, and it was when it was when Brock was around because it, it got everybody's interest, but, like, it's kind of, like, cooled down a little bit, so... But Sam Punk's gonna have an all-match, I read. That should be interesting. We have to see that. <laughs> Yeah. So we had another big surprise. Kurt Angle's big surprise. Angle is here, introduces John Cena. John Cena! Cena plays to the crowd, usual mixed reaction. He's here after a meeting with Angle after SummerSlam, and Angle invited him to Raw. He didn't leave SmackDown because it was bad. He left because he wanted to face he wanted to be face to face with a certain superstar. Bring out, uh, here comes Roman Reigns. Cena says Reigns is who he was looking for. Reigns says Cena runs his mouth too much on Twitter. But now Cena is in his yard. We get Undertaker chance. Cena says the fans hold a grudge. Cena says he isn't here to talk. And then he starts getting his shirt off and starts, and it looks like they're about to fight, but then the Miz Raj arrive. The best promo of the night. Miz flubs saying uh, Barclay Center Cena gives him shit about that but then Miz just lights him up like cool. do we he, have that uh, we'll, we'll get that for the next show it was yeah I mean that it was it was awesome promo like like dude he, Miz hasn't had a bad promo in a long time he likes to rant and his rants are good oh the oh it was it was pretty good last night <laughs> like um, Miz isn't here for Cena's jokes and then complains about all the moments that Cena and Reigns get. In life, you're told if you work hard and do your job and the moment will come. He's sick of these two getting their moments week after week. He's here for his moments. Angle crowd went crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. Angle thinks that Raw needs an addition while he rides the Pine of SummerSlam. He asks the fans if Raw needs... Yeah, Miz asks the fans if Raw needs Cena, and of course they all go, no, no! And the crowd says, yeah, they say no. And Cena says, okay, I'll leave. And Cena was walking out, but then Miz got all pissed off. He was like, I'm not done with you. 
<laughs> he's pissed at Cena, makes his moments look like a joke. He runs down Reigns. Uh, he deserves the main event. He's been earning it for 12 years. Where's his moments? Cena says he will give Miz a moment and books, and he books Miz and the Miz-Siraj against Cena and Roman. But then, uh, wow, okay. So then, well, I think that well, Samoa Joe comes out. Yeah. Joe's sick and t- he's all sick and tired of you know Reigns talking about this is his yard, and he can say it to his face because one on one he owns him. Joe then attacks Cena. He just attacks Cena as Reigns fights off the Mistarage. Joe locks in the clutch on Cena. Reigns makes the save. Cena and Reigns stare at each other as we get a you both suck chant. Um, so then, so we're going to have Samoa Joe and The Miz versus Cena and Roman. Um, what an awesome segment. I mean, Miz was the man. Is Chad still there? Yeah, he's still around. He's still around? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. I just don't have a comment right now. Yeah. No comments. What did you think of the whole segment? I'm, I'm, honestly, I agree with y'all. I think it was pretty good. I mean... Miz has gotten way better over the years. I mean, with his promos, they and his rants are epic. Everybody played their part so well, though. Like it was a, uh, you had, you had Roman who was like doing his whole like you know I don't give a shit what anybody says sort of like you know approach to it. Then you had Cena doing what he does best, just trolling the hell out of everybody. He, I mean, he he looks see, like he's having a ball doing this now. Did you see that video of him trolling people? On the internet? Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. that was great. Oh, yeah. Like, he, he, he knows, he, I mean, he knows the deal by now. It's been, it's been years like this. He's but like, then you can't see me. But then we also had Samoa Joe coming out looking like he could just, like, whoop somebody's ass and he doesn't care. Like, you know, he got right in Cena's face and he just, like, decked him. He was like, yeah, I, you know. See, how the ending of that match, because we're going to get to the match right now, when... Roman Reigns super punched him. He should have knocked out. Miz should have took the pin and won. And walked away. Well. Because that's where you're going to set up the match with him and Roman Reigns. At the next pay-per-view. They're still going They're still going to play up on that. But the reason why they couldn't do that is if it was Reigns from the Shield, that would be a different story. Because one Superman punch took everybody out. But these days, he has to hit like a half dozen of them just to take one, just to like you know drop a uh, drop Brock Lesnar. So, but like the whole concept, he should have done that. Mission, I won. Yeah, because that, yeah. it made more sense that tickling down that he wants a spot, so he can keep on walking going forward. Yeah, that would have made sense. No, but, I didn't. Um, didn't actually look at it that way. That's a good point. Um. Let's see, so we have. What'd you think, Chad? Uh, yeah, I mean, they should uh, really keep on going with this and just see what happens. Well, next week, what they'll probably do is they'll probably have them interact again. This time, Cena accidentally hits Roman, so. And this time, they should have. If Roman gets up and beats whoever, 
then I'm gonna be like, no, I'm no, not. no, no. You know what you should do? You should be like, oh, I'm sorry, Roman. I accidentally hit you with the attitude adjustment. Like, <laughs> you can't, you can't really accidentally do that. <laughs> sorry, I didn't see you there, Roman. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Roman and Cena, they defeat the Miz and Samoa Joe. Um, yeah, no, they they really should have done what you were saying though. That would have been that would have been good, but we'll see how this goes. Because this is still, like, kind of the very beginning. They're still... It it appeared like they were okay. And Cena was just, like, maybe a little agitated. But he was like, alright, I see the deal. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, you accidentally did that. But but Shinsuke, like, he dumps me on my head. And I just kiss his ass afterwards. Because <laughs> I love those Japanese people. Um, Let's go to SmackDown! Okay, so we have SmackDown. AJ Styles is here. He's here to kick off the show. He welcomes us to the house that he built. He's still the United States champion because he's a workhorse of the WWE, and he's bringing back the U.S. title open challenge. Woo! And comes out Owens. Owens makes his way out. Styles says that they are done because he beat him at SummerSlam. Owens disagrees, stating that McMahon screwed another legendary Canadian out of a title. Great, great, um comment there. Shane McMahon dances his way out. Here comes the money! He called the match down the middle. Styles won fair and square. Owens mocked Shane for his helicopter crash and jumping (laughs) off the cell when he got grazed at SummerSlam. Couldn't make the count on Styles. We got footage from SummerSlam. Shane double hit on a count when Styles got his foot on the ropes. Um, What is the word up there? Oh, yeah, it's from when I worked at Subway. Um, That's awesome. We get... <laughs> so, Shane... Random, spontaneous, uh, pointing at one of my plaques from an old job. Like, Subway, fresh. Eat, eat fresh and die. Yeah, no, no, because, like, I've been down this room how many times now? Yeah, you know. And I never noticed, noticed that. that. Hey, Chad, you remember what, I was, what people called me back in ROTC? The People's Commander. No. Oh yeah, the People's Commander. Are you the people's yeah, he was commander? our he was our drill team commander. I was the People's yeah. Drill Team Commander. Oh my gosh, is that what we're gonna name you? No, it's not. Dude, it's gonna no, get over. That's gonna be that's gonna be part of the uh, the the Francis Network in the archives. So, um, yeah, no, the People's you Commander. You are my commander. No, the People's Commander is dead. I'm not even the People's Manager anymore. I don't have the brass to fire somebody's ass anymore, so... I have the brass. You are... No, I can't do it. So, let's see. Fire! No, no. So, back to Styles and Owens. We have, um... So, Shane double hit on a count when Styles got his foot on the ropes. Owens says, Shane hit the mat three times before that, and that three count should have been final, like when the referee messed up a few weeks ago. Shane says referee's decision is final, and they argue some more. Owens wants his title, calls Styles a joke. Styles then tells him to shut up and calls Owen a bitch. He <laughs> says he'll give him he'll give him a match tonight. <clears throat> Shane makes the match, but Owens wants to pick the referee for the match. Styles agrees and jokes that Owens can pick his mother for all he cares. <laughs> Shane agrees to this, but if Owens loses, he gets no more shots at Styles while he is champion. I don't think, um, yeah, 
So, that was that segment. Um, it wasn't bad, but it went too long. Yeah, like this whole feud. Um, no, the feud doesn't bother me. It bothers me that the big story, or the big, uh, what they keep doing is they keep having non-finishes. I mean, I, I understand that's, that's you know, it's like, okay, so this so this is disputed. we got to keep this going, but, like, I don't know. AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens should have a de- decisive, no bullshit, like, you know, somebody wins. Yeah. But, let's get to the good stuff. Aiden English. No, he's not the good stuff. Aiden English is here to sing, but it, then he is interrupted by... Glorious Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode defeats Aiden English in about six minutes with the glorious DDT. Did you know he goes by the glorious one, Robert Roode? I didn't know that. Now I do. I didn't know that either. I saw that somewhere, and it's kind of cool. So post-match, Renee interviews Roode. He says Brian and Shane broke the bank to bring him in. SmackDown just went from great to glorious. Glorious! Hey, Chad, what's your opinion on Rude? Are you a Rude fan? Uh, I don't know. It's it's almost like they're trying to make in him into the next Ric Flair, pretty much. It's just by his his robe and, and all that stuff. No, we can't put that together. Dude, like, Robert Rude was amazing going through. Because when he left TNA, he was wearing the robe and all that stuff. So... Who wears robes now? Nobody. So Except for Charlotte. So he's the next Charlotte Flair. No, I'm not saying that. No, like literally, like who wears robes? Nobody wears robes anymore. The the women that that doesn't count right now. Damien Sandow, wait, he's not wrestling no more. Who? Damien Mizdow. Oh dude, he's an old person that can wear a robe. Dude, it's cockiness, you know what I mean? You're coming out in your um your your robe and like you're like look at me I'm like he's like hey look at me I look like Triple H minus the fucked up nose you know you know what he needs I think he needs a manager I think Robert Root needs a manager unfortunately you know he's gonna gonna be healed you know who would have been the perfect manager unfortunately he can't do shit these days is Bobby Heenan he would have been great. Could you have imagined? I was just about to say that too. Could what? you have imagined though, Bobby Heenan back when he was still Bobby Heenan? Like, he would have been great. With that him. would have been so. Oh my God. You know, I'm picturing, I'm picturing somebody like a female. He needs to find a Medusa or a Sherry. He has to turn heel too. He needs one of them to right there, like how Maria is with Mike Kanellis. That's his name, right? Mike Cunnilingus. <laughs> but, like, he needs somebody. And then he'll come out and go, like, glorious. And, like, she takes off the robe for him. And get, he has to be cocky, you know what I mean? Dude, I like Robert Roode as a heel. I don't care for him as a face. I can't wait to see how fast they cut him and make him, like, heelish. We'll see how that goes. Let's see, we got a. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, speaking of people that are showing up on SmackDown, we have <clears throat> Brian meets with Chad Gable. He says, "Sorry about Jason Jordan going to Raw." 
Gable is worried about his future. I don't know why he would be after all of his kick-ass matches with Rusev, but, uh... So Brian made a deal for Jordan going to Raw, and Angle helped him sign a friend of his. Brian says this guy will make a good tag team partner. And it's Shelton Benjamin. The world's greatest American alpha. Shane says they will debut next week. But, um... Who the hell is typing this stuff up? Shelton looks far from thrilled. I would imagine it'd be... Yeah, so Shelton was was supposed to return before he had his one injury. Um, He's, like, kind of up there in age, but he can still go, so. It's so weird, because when seeing him, he looks, like like you're saying, he's old. Like, he just looks different, and he's next to Gable, and I'm like, dude, this is going to be like Bob Holly and Cody Rhodes all over again. Oh, Shelton's awesome. Oh, I love Shelton. He was the original... uh, he was the original Mr. Money in the Bank that never actually won the thing because he was always doing the high spots. Sucks. And so. then it was Morrison, and then it's Kofi. Yeah. It's amazing how that all triples down. Yeah. But you did miss something earlier. Owens did go running around looking for a uh, referee. He went up to Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn said no. I, um, how did that segment go, or is that, was that basically it? Really, it's basically, it. he was like, he talked to him and said, what do you think about it? And then later on, he's like, yeah, I don't want to do it. Well, Zayn and Owens, they they had a video online of them at a house show, I think it was in Canada, where they actually, like... Tagged? Uh, they didn't tag, but, like, it, it was, um... There was somebody else in the ring, and I guess they were like, oh, we're friends again, and then they, like, um... Hit the... Hit the haluva kick, and then... He like whips him into whoever pop up power bomb. I was like, oh my yeah. god! It's like our oh, that was with uh, Jinder Mahal and the Singh brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was pretty awesome. Um, don't know what that was supposed to do, but you know if they were just house shows are mostly for testing out. But it's the fact that people are going to record this stuff and it's going to go online, and people will be like, hey, I thought that they hated each other. But then they would also see wedding pictures where they're just like bestest buddies. It's like, guess what, guys? It's not real. So It's like that little stalker that thinks all the famous people that they see on TV is the person. Like, let's say Don Johnson walking down the street. You're like, Nash Bridges! And start running to him. You know what I mean? Go, Hey! It's like, not really it's like hey, Macaulay Culkin, can you just go, ah! Actually, well, no, you won't say it these days because he looks like a meth addict. Like, if you ran into Rowan Ackerson and go, hey, Mr. Bean! He hates being called Mr. Bean. Knowing it's his, his character, but, dude, you should know his name, not... Do you get know what I'm saying? I don't know him as Mr. Bean. I'd be like, you can do his, you know, the whole, like, not talking to like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sounds like a peanuts character hey um, hey dude he's fine oh he's he's the guy that can make people laugh their asses off without saying anything did you remember the mr bean movie back in like 2000 or 99 somewhere around there i i don't remember a lot of stuff from back then it's he, a big blur he's like one of the scenes like he's going down the st- like in the car and he thinks that this is means hello and he's going like this DB is like flipping off the air right now just to give a visual. So it lo- he, you look like Steve Austin there. <laughs> yeah, dude, he was literally getting the fingers going like this, like running around, like in the car, and people are looking at him going. Hey, hey Chad, I know that you can't see, but I'm gonna give an impression. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I remember that episode. Yeah, yeah. no, it I wasn't actually, an episode. It was a movie. Actually, you know, I do remember that. Now. <laughs> the, 
Yeah. So that's where Steve Austin got that. But where did Steve Austin get the head shaking thing? D-Lo Brown. Yeah. I was about to say that. It's like people think that I got my neck broke with Owen, but it was really the shaking the head shit. Damn you, D-Lo. Damn you, D-Lo looking like an Authors of Pain wannabe. I, I, I don't like the Authors of Pain. I still think like, I, I still think they look like like shield, shield variations of D-Lo Brown. Um... The, the authors of D-Lo. Let's see, we got... So, uh... Alright, hold on a second. The Usos defeat the Hype Bros. Big big shocker there. Um, uh, I'm, you know I don't like Mojo. Oh, I hate him. He looks like he looks like Goldberg's squash material. Dude, I would love to see the Major Brothers together again. Me too. Yeah. You're thinking who the hell is the Major Brothers? Oh, I know who they are. Okay. I'm a wrestling fan. I should know that stuff. What about you, Chad? You know who the Major Brothers are, right? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. You guys don't know who they are? I know who they are. I just oh. want to get to the next match. We're talking Why, about we're talking about Shinsuke versus the Singh Brothers. It was Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. I knew that already. How do you know that? Nakamura defeats the Singh Brothers. <laughs> And I guess that's to make up for him losing to Jinder at the pay-per-view. Um, Naomi and Becky Lynch defeat Natalia and Carmella. How the hell are they going to... Why are they going to have Natalia, even if it's on a team? Like, I don't, I don't get this stupid booking. God. So then we have U.S. title match. AJ Styles defeats Kevin Owens. And um, Baron Corbin was the guest referee. But then he got booted out or whatever because Shane came down and he was like giving him a bunch of crap for like. He's like, I'm the referee. Bye. So he was like, all right, fine, I'm going to leave. Owens gets distracted, gets guillotined on the top or whatever. Phenomenal narcissist Lex Luger forearm. Yeah. And uh, so let's see. No fashion files? What is that going to be in like two weeks? Oh, no, no, they did show up. Um. They show, uh, what was it? They asked, um, they asked Kevin Owens, can they be the referee? Oh, okay. And they said something to continue, and he goes, no, not to continue. And he's like, you're not going to be there. Get away from me. And then, like, they're walking away. He's like, oh, wait a minute. And that's where Corbin came in and took over. And last but not least, um, this isn't the, this, this wasn't a, main event segment or anything. This is just the order everything was in. Dolph Ziggler, what have you been up to these days? Dolph Ziggler is alive. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's upset that he only gets a backstage segment. But while he was gone, he watched a lot of WWE TV. He knows what it takes to be a star in WWE. He's going to sing, play guitar, or maybe dance around like an idiot. Maybe even have spotlights and lasers, possibly a fancy robe and a hot chick escorting him to the ring. Who maybe even glows in the dark. That's what he'll do next week. So he's going to do all that shit next week. He's going to come out looking like Naomi. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. He's going to be the chameleon character. Um, Basically, he's going to be the big show. When he did all that or freaking Sandow. He's going to be what happens when you take different um, creative wrestler entrances and give them to other people. Like... When you would put Brock Lesnar and use Shawn Michaels' sexy boy uh, entrance. 
Yeah. All right, so oh, SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown, yeah. SmackDown. Uh, I was watching Impact the other day. It's not bad. It's getting better. I was about to say, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I just wanted to try it out because people are saying it's getting better. Jim Cornette just joined the crew, being on TV. You know what I mean? How much everybody loves Jim Cornette. That's the problem with Impact, though, or the problem with GF. Well, you see, Jeff I mean, Jarrett's back. Is it over? No. Okay. I have to, uh, I apologize for that. Let me, uh, put this on. Do not disturb. Do not disturb. Thank you. Why are you trying to call me right now? My God. Um. Who's that, Billy? No. So we had <laughs> GFW, um. Yeah, I mean, they did their rebranding, and they're trying to do a bunch of stuff, like, you had the Del Rio situation. They tried to squash that down real quick to show, hey, we're 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 a serious company. We take things like that seriously. We're not gonna let people like run roughshod like that. So if they fuck up, they're gonna get you know punished for it. So. But like, if you remember when TNA started out with Jeff Jarrett, it wasn't bad. It was good. You wanted to watch TNA. Yeah. I think we're getting that back again. Hopefully. I mean, I think the last time I actually really cared about TNA, though, was when uh, the X Division was running wild. Like, back when Samoa Joe was yeah. still the uh, the Samoan killer or whatever. We'll see. We'll see what they can do in a couple weeks, you know what I mean? Low-key. All them guys, you know what I mean? But what I see, I enjoyed Low-key. Low-key if he doesn't decide, oh, I'm too good for this stuff. I'm going to quit this place, too. Burn another bridge. You know what? Seth Rollins doesn't know anything about burning shit down. <laughs> Loki does. <laughs> yeah, I think the last time I actually watched TNA was like right after uh, the Aces and Eights stuff went, o- Dude, went over. That, that was so, like, the only thing I don't like about GFW is the whole um, office. You know, when they sat down and they start talking about, yeah, Billy, Billy burned down the house, blah, 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 and start talking about something. You know the little interviews they do? I haven't called any of GFW. I'll have to take a no, look at No, no, no. You know what I'm talking about. Like, The Office, Perks yeah, and Rec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they start talking about, like, yeah, it's one of those days. You know what I mean? Like, blah, yeah. blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, they just talk to the camera. I don't like that. That's the only thing I don't like. What's next on the... Uh, this this was usually JCL's part, but he's not here tonight, so we're going to go to the rumors slash news, whatever. Um, TMZ reports that bodybuilder boyfriend of WWE star Dana Brooke has passed away at the age of 26 after apparently choking on food. Brooke told TMZ they had spoken shortly on the phone before a friend found him later that night. All seemed well, and Brooke claims there was no indication of foul play with McCarver doing a workout earlier in the day. Brooke also told his fans to stay strong, as that is what they he would have wanted. Um, oh, and I'm just getting a, uh, I'm getting a message from uh, my friend who was just trying to call. I, I, I text this guy, I say, doing the podcast. He says, 
Jinder Mahal deserves more belts. Yes, he does. Thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> Joe, Joe Suska calling in. Um, Jinder needs more belts? Yeah, I thought, I honestly thought he meant Jinder needs more balls. Well, yeah, he would after all the testosterone, but, you know. Um, actually, to be fair with Jinder, I mean, at least the bitch tits have kind of calmed down a little bit, so that's, that's a plus. And, and he has been doing good. Like, you know, he's, uh, he, he at least looks the part. Like, you know, he hasn't had any blow away matches, but yeah, but they're, they're, they were simple. You know how Ultimate Warriors matches were simple? I didn't have an issue with the Nakamura match. Like, I mean, I thought it was fine. Yeah. It wasn't like, but that's the thing I like about Jinder Mahal. It's simple. Yeah. It's not going to be over the top. You know, it's not going to be like, I'm going to throw a goddamn chair at your head. Kind of craziness. Yeah. Let's see. We got a superstar shakeup. Talk seems to have been overblown. As John Cena switching brands, Bobby Roode's call up, and now Shelton Benjamin's return appears to be all the shakeup we're getting for now. So. They were talking about doing a lot more, but I mean, still, Cena switching brands, I mean, that's a... Okay, they need to switch on a couple things. There's too much power, like, tag teams in there. SmackDown's not having anything else. Why not send the bar over or send the Good Brothers over? The club. I'm going to call them the club. Hey, if it means we're stuck with seeing more Usos versus New Day, I'm all down for it, so... I'm looking for more, like... Well, we are going to be getting the uh, World's Greatest Alphas, so... World's Greatest Alphas. Yeah. W-G-A-A. That's right. Let's see. We got, um... Bobby Roode will be... He's still working at NXT for a short time to finish out his uh, scheduled, like, NXT dates. They'll treat it as a farewell tour. Uh, PW Insider notes there was a concern within WWE that Drew McIntyre was injured during Adam Cole's attack at Takeover Brooklyn, but he appears to be fine. Uh, that was that was nice, baby. Uh, baby's back, baby. That, yeah, that was. Um, things are looking very interesting in NXT now. So let's see. We have PW Insider. Uh, yeah, I already said that one. Uh, WWE apparently has plans to air a special on Medusa right after the time the May Young Classics finals will air. See, I thought it was this week. I didn't know it was going to be next week. So I was, like, kind of pissed off that I turned on. Turned it on and it was just a um, talk about the women. Yeah. It's like, okay, I already know the women. Let me watch the matches. No! Let's see. But now I have to wait next week, so I'm hyped. Aww. Yay! And uh, apparently they hired a female referee to referee at the... Yes. Classic. That'd be awesome. They should hire an all-female referee. Put one on Raw and put one on SmackDown. Every time the women's wrestle, they got the female. Yeah. Kind of like TNA did with the... Uh, what's your face? Uh, TNA did that? The Big Titty Blonde. The Big Titty Blonde. Big Titty Blonde, her name is. I think that's the first time ever... You know what? I think that's the first time I've ever heard you say that, Chad. Yeah. Big Titty Blonde. So, um, here's an all-news. Kurt Angle... Uh, Confirmed um, for No Mercy, Braun Strowman versus the University Champion, Brock Lesnar. Oh, it's too soon. It's too soon. 
That could be a WrestleMania match. No, I know. For the UFC title. You have to set it up for uh, Brock yeah. Lesnar to leave. Right. Brock is too good for New Mercy. He could take another like date off and just be like, yeah, now you're going to have See, another number one contenders match. This is why I'm going to consider Braun Strowman winning the title. That Brock's going to get hurt put him out for the dates that for WrestleMania comes around or the Royal Rumble. Because you get him back in the Rumble, you're like, I'm back and go after Braun Strowman in the match. And then he wins the Rumble. I still think that the, I think that SmackDown was going. Oh wait, never mind. Um, this year R- Rumble winner is going to be Roman Reigns. I don't even think it's going to be Roman. I think it's, it's a it's, it's a joke, because that's they're always hard on for the Samoan SWAT team guy. Man, I ain't got time for jokes right now. I'm like, ah, oh, no, no jokes on Roman. Was that a joke? I don't know. Um, it wasn't a joke. I wasn't. I was like, oh, serious. I didn't think it was funny. Gosh, I was just calling the smelling SWAT team. Two or five live will air the following, or the they will air following the May Young Classic Finals, and uh, that's it for the news. So um, our next subject or segment will be the topic for the week. They added 37 more guys in the video game. 37 more guys. Yes. The topic for this week is 37 guys. We're gonna have ourselves a big gay gangbang. Was it the 30? Was it 37 I, dicks? I, yeah, 30. From, from Clark's. <laughs> gay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, break out the lube. Look, it's Finn Balor's abs. We got um. <laughs> Yeah, slap some peanut butter on that shit. Um, we got... So... Earlier today, I was looking at Twitter and saw that Roman Reigns posted something along the lines of, like, there was a video of, um, I believe it was ESPN, talking to people, asking them why they hate Roman so much. And it was your typical-looking fan, very, uh, it's like, yeah, like, you know... This is a great representation of today's America. And, uh, well, they weren't actually all American. I think some of them were European, too. But anyway, so Roman was basically like, you know, ask your kids this. Who would you, who, who, who do you want to be? Do you want to be these people or you want to be me? And it was like, this guy is such a fucking dick. Like, and, and that's where this topic comes in. It's social media with the wrestlers and why people like Roman can say all this stuff and it's okay, but then guys like Baron Corbin trash David Meltzer and suddenly Vince McMahon acts like he cares about David Meltzer. We're going to punish him now. I do not (laughs) understand this double standard that they have in place, especially since I looked at all the stuff that Corbin was doing on Twitter and I said, this is awesome. He is being a heel. That's all he's doing. He's getting himself over. Do you have any top ones that he did? Not off the top of my head. Um, I mean, I can... Well, Chad, um, what's your... Who comes to mind when you... That that was always very... Uh, I mean, we could talk about... Chris like, Jericho. Uh, that's one. Chad, you got another one? Some Somebody social media-wise that comes to mind? Um... Yeah, I can't really think of me on top of my head either. Oh, uh, come on. 
I'm not really a big social media guy. I don't I don't really pay attention to all that shit. Okay, but, so uh, okay, so as a casual viewer, like, you know, anybody on the roster, who made the, this is like a trivia question almost. Who made their name? Who got over by themselves because of social media? Zack Ryan. You're not supposed to answer for him, man. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Zack Ryan. Oh, yeah, Zack Ryder gets over on social media, suddenly WWE punishes him, and then WWE, lo and behold, uses social media more. Because they see that it works. So, uh, let's yeah, see. Yeah, he eventually became the U.S. champ and then the Intercontinental champ. You know, who the, you know who's vocal on Twitter? Kurt Hawkins. Oh, Kurt Hawkins is so awesome on Twitter. Yeah. What about that post when he was talking about, like, you know... It was like, yeah, it, where he was like, oh, I got like, what was it, like 200 losses in a row or something like yeah. that. And then he had a picture of like Finn Balor like smiling up front, kind of like the, the Finn Balor bomb or whatever. Yeah. It's like, Finn Balor is such a troll. <laughs> um, hold on a second, let me see. Oh, okay, here's one that uh, here's one that Corbin posted. This was actually after Money in the Bank also. Um if you people on here knew one one hundredth of what you thought you did, your opinions might matter. I'll just keep doing what I do and succeeding. Wait, did he just say that? I'll just keep doing what I do and succeeding. Okay, I'm not the greatest at grammar, but neither is this guy. Um, <laughs> or uh, sentence placement, whatever. So keep commenting and following everything I do. Um, I don't understand why wrestlers, like, you know... When wrestlers do the whole, oh, you're going to bash me, right? I make lots of money. Ugh. These guys are these guys are independent contractors. Read John Cena's. Oh, no, I'll get to that. I'll read this one next. But look, here's the thing, though. These guys are all independent contractors, and they're bragging about money. It would be the equivalent of, like, you know, like, man, I make that fat pizza delivery money, yo. You better not mess with me. Or like, oh man, I make them big dollar bills doing the Uber driving, man. Like, you just don't do that. And that's always their go-to. Like, you know, I make lots and lots of money. Yeah, and guess what? You, you also aged yourself by about 20 years. Yeah. Or if you're CM Punk, then uh, you get kicked in the ribs. CM so. Punk was Twitter um, savvy at one point. He hated Twitter. But he was. He hated Twitter, but he was always on there because he's a glutton for punishment. He, if he is not bitching about something, he's not having a good day. Do you know how funny is his picture is Paul Newman? Oh yeah. From Slap Shots. Yeah. Yeah. That's so trolling. John Cena tweets, "Dear Internet, oh, dear, I can't do it again. Dear Internet, we don't always get along, and you sure have fun at my expense." But wanted to say thank you for the kind words the past few days. Hold on a second. And you know that the replies to this are going to be awesome, so i got to read the replies. Okay, here we go. And people are still, like, retweeting and liking this. You rock. And for some reason, some dude has a fanny pack picture of the rock on here. Um, you're, you're amazing, John. You deserve it, and thank you for everything. You are such an inspiration. You're the best. Come on. I want to see somebody that hates Cena. Hi, Mr. Cena. Thank you for... You're a hell of a guy. Thank you so much. John Cena, you are a great man, polite, and you're an inspiration. You are the Hulk Hogan of this generation. Does that mean he's racist? I got it. I got it. I got it. Can you tweet him back? Oh, Say, no, I, oh let me tweet him back. Yeah, you, yeah, you I'm going to do it right now. Ow. Damn. I still can't 
see you. Oh, God. Hashtag. That's so, <laughs> that's so original, DB. Sorry. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, what's Zack Ryder been up to? Zack Ryder is like a big one of this. Um, does he does he do his like YouTube shows anymore? Who Zack? I yeah. don't think so. Because I thought they bought them back. He was that. trying to bring them back, but I think it kind of fizzled out. Yeah. There we go. Oh, here's one. I <laughs> four hours ago, I still. And you need to do hash. Oh, wait, no, that's cool. You got that on there. Yeah, yeah. good job, good job. Zach Ryder, four hours ago. I still, I still woo, 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 hashtag SmackDown Live. And a picture of him woo, wooing. Um, and there's a lot of pictures of him pimping out his, uh, his, his pop bobbleheads. I think for a segment, for every, um, Every um, show we do, we have to do a Twitter um, tweet thing. Yeah. Because I think it's so over. Let's see. Who else Who else comes to mind? Um, trying to think of some other people that are actually like, oh my god, why did I forget about this? Uh, see, I already forgot his name. Um, Iron Sheik, man. Iron Sheik? I, I Iron don't think Sheik it, has... It's not the Iron Sheik. It's somebody writes for him. Well, it's still his official account. Yeah. I'm trying to see, um, there was one that he had for, uh, <laughs> Iron Sheik has the greatest tweets. Oh. On August 21st, he says, all in caps, You said it perfect, Bruce Bubba, I suplex the Eclipse, break its back, make it humble. <laughs> um, fuck the hashtag Solar Eclipse 2017. <laughs> Oh uh, wait! Oh, here's one. He had one for the uh, when Cesaro Cesaro ripped the beach ball. He said, "You said, what the hell? Sorry, Cesaro, bro, you're fired. Sasha, where is it better? The bar, the legit bar. <laughs> <sighs> the Iron Sheik. Uh, you said it perfect. I break the beach ball, make it humble. Okay. Um, <laughs> the king of go fuck yourself. God bless you, America. Hashtag Jerry Lewis." Without prejudice, go fuck yourself. Steve Bannon, go fuck yourself. Um, go fuck yourself, jabroni. <laughs> like, you know who else has no one? Al Snow. Al Snow's got good ones. Um, let's check out what Al Snow's been talking about lately. Al Snow at the real Al Snow. Okay. Is it really the real Al Snow? I thought it was Avatar. Yeah, no. Um, what the hell? No, it's uh, what's what else is his name? It was uh, Leaf Cassidy. Yeah, Leaf Cassidy. My God, gotta do a gotta make a Twitter account for Leaf Cassidy. Leaf Cassidy's number one fan. For a second, I thought that guy was no. Um, I distinctly remember Sam Mushnick's yearly show in the Checker Dome. That was the first hundred thousand house, hundred thousand dollar house I went. What is this? See, if Bobby Brain was younger, in this era, he would be going crazy on Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. 
You know something else? Um, Al's Al Snow's really good at uh, messaging people back. So, same thing with uh, Ziggler. Ziggler messages most of his fans back. I told I told you about Ziggler, right? Yeah, yeah. Like Ziggler's another good. Literally, one. if you meet Ziggler, he is the nicest guy I ever met. It was like funny. I'm like, we got a picture taken. He goes, what? You want you want an autograph? Like, oh, I can't have one. He goes, yeah. <laughs> I could picture him saying like that too. Yeah, you want an autograph? You should have been just been like, no, I just, no. Want, just wanted to shake her hand. Oh, okay. No, like, it was kind of fun because I walked up to him and I was like, you're still my favorite caddy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I think I'm the only one. And they were the lines, you know what I mean? Wait a second. Matt, Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy uh, at, come on, where is it? Matt Hardy brand. Oh, you know who else um, writes back to you? John Morrison. Yeah. That just signed with GWF. You know something that Matt Hardy loves doing, though? He loves changing its name, like, every week. Like, this week it is Reborn by Fate. <laughs> and a picture of his uh, baby. He's looking down in it. Oh, my God. You know what? I gotta I gotta make this into a meme. Should have been like, I wish you were Lita's baby. <laughs> 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 Oh, and, and then and then uh, Rebby Sky or yeah, when Ruby she Sky. she is such a bitch. Like somebody somebody would like say something about Lita, and she would just be like, "I don't want you talking about that whore." It's like, excuse me, if it wasn't for that whore, you guys wouldn't have gotten together because they would still be going yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ru- Ruby, what you think of Lita? <laughs> fuck the owl. I mean, Lita, fuck you. Like, yeah, she uh. She is so crazy, my God. Hey, I'll be like, Ruby Sky, would you be on tables of three with Lita? <laughs> yeah, you know what? You gotta message her with that. And and let us know what she says on our next show. Uh-huh. And if you also go on our SoundCloud account, you can hear a Matt Hardy voicemail message. Yeah. Oh, gosh, Ruby Sky. Oh, you don't have to do it now. You're like, I have to do it now. Because I'm gonna forget. You're not gonna forget. I can forget something like that. So we gotta. Um, so yeah. Um, Chad, are you still thinking about uh, anybody with social media? You're just like, I don't like this topic of this week. I want to talk about something else. I want to talk about. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not really a big social media guy, so I don't really. But but you you have a Twitter saying, "I love George." No, I. Don't. <laughs> Let's see, you know somebody that uh, is Hello. somebody who's not a Twitter guy is Ambrose. Yeah, he isn't. If you go on Dean Ambrose's Twitter, he's got three tweets, <laughs> and uh, two of them are not showing up. You know who was the biggest troll? It's not wrestling related. Wendy's. Wendy's. Is, oh my God. Let me look up this one. Let me see if Austin Aries still has this on, t- on, on top of his uh, page. Austin Aries had the funniest uh, exchange with Wendy's. Uh, where is it? Okay. Wendy. No. Oh, hello. How are you doing? Fine. I could probably just like find this on Google. So, Austin Aries Wendy's. This is a, um, 
top result on Inquisitor.com. Wendy's Twitter account holds nothing back when burning Austin Aries and WWE Tag Team The Revival. So Revival got hit too? Oh, here we go. So, Wendy's, thought on the Young Bucks? Wendy's, they're elites. What are your thoughts on the Revival? We are not allowed to use that hashtag. Okay. Um, what hashtag? I don't know. Fuck the revival. Oh yeah. Thank you, Chad. My god. Wait, I thought you're not a social media guy. <laughs> well he knows that one though, so Well no, but I've seen the YouTube videos. Yeah. Well actually was... the videos weren't even on YouTube on it. Well they are, but I'm saying I've seen it on Facebook. That's about the only social media I actually pay attention to. So here's here's what Wendy said to Austin Aries. So Austin Aries tweets this. This was a. Uh, Seeing as I need a new gig, maybe I'll get a job at Wendy's so I can smartly talk about current events and serve real Ellsworth Frosties. And Wendy's replies back, We are currently hiring people on the Neville level. If this applies to you, and then they skip, they give him the application page. I was there, should have just signed the order on try to get hired. Oh my god. Um, yeah, if, if you haven't checked out um, WWE or, you know, any any of the wrestlers on social media, some, it is... I love it when the wrestlers have exchanges back and forth and it reads like something out of a fantasy fed. I'm like, this is like actual wrestlers e-fedding against each other. <laughs> and, um... That's the last thought on that so next up we have the fantasy league and with SummerSlam and takeover do you have any updates on that oh uh, Dave, um, Dave is working on everything he said since um, a lot of things went down this week um, this week Monday and Tuesday he's working on everything so you hoping he'll have it up soon okay so we'll be talking about that on next the week. next week yeah, we'll talk about that next week. There is, um... Jamak just sent a message. It's a says. video game. Oh, okay. So, one of the things I did want to mention about the league, though, was uh, not the whole entry fee idea, because we still got to, like, think about that a little bit more. I mean, you, there were some disagreements and everything, but then there were some things that you were like, we can go about. It's, there's a lot of planning involved with that. But... Either way, the current league, that's going to, I mean, that's going to stay how it is up until WrestleMania. If there's any changes, it won't be until afterwards. Um, One of the ideas, though, was that, so over the last few pay-per-views, or there was a couple of shows where there were some discrepancies or misunderstandings with the way that the bonus points were like being uh, worded. Yeah. And and everybody had their own interpretation of it, whether... And you can't say, like, well, this is what it really means. I mean, some of them were easier to understand. Others, we're not going to dive into it because we've already, like, talked about it before. Gosh, it but, was uh, an attempt. It was an attempt. Thank you. I said I was never going to say that again. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm going to I'm gonna curb stomp that out of history. Um, but one of the ideas that I was talking to DB about 
and this is his this is his prized possession. So I'm suggesting to him things. Um, was that for each show? Instead of doing a series of bonus questions, or maybe there could be bonus questions still. I mean, that could still be incorporated. But each match has potential for like bonus points. So basically, this is this is an example. So you have Austin Aries versus Neville. Um, okay, so somebody writes on there. They say, okay, so Austin Aries is going to win. Well, that that never happens. So we're going to say that Neville's going to win, and um, so Neville wins, and that will be worth a point. They could just leave it at that. Or what they could do is they can take the next step up and they could say, okay, so how did he win? Did he win by pinfall or submission? So that would be the other question. And you say, okay, so he won by pinfall. So if he gets that answer right, then it's worth two points. So you get one point and then you get two points. So combined for that, you get three. And then the last question will be, was there a finisher involved? before or after like you know, I mean that would be a little bit questionable for stuff like f for uh, submissions I mean unless you had a uh, Neville who uses the rings of Saturn as a, as a finisher um, but then that could be the last question it could be you know was there a finisher involved before or after like okay if it's a submission are they using their submission finisher uh, if they use their finisher and then they do the pinfall that will count also so then you'll be like yes there was a finisher involved that would be three points so, mm -hmm. altogether, it would be like three, four, five, so it would be six. Yeah. So, but here's where here's where there's strategy or, like, you know, you're taking a chance with that. Is that, let's say you get two out of three right. You get the last one wrong, you don't get any points for that. So, that's where people can, like, they can answer all three for all the, for all the matches and, like, maximize their potential. Or they could take it easy and just try to go for, like, the first match or the, the first response. Because, you know, you have a 50... I'm starting to talk like Scott's saying. Yeah, 50-50, 33 and a half chance. <laughs> you have a 50-50 chance of getting, like, points with that instead of, like, you know, cutting... Or, you know, yeah. cutting it down, but possibly getting more. So, that was just an idea. I mean, I, I know that you're trying to not overcomplicate things, but I think there's potential for doing more. Like, you know, for the ones much. that would be involved with that. Um, I bet there's a lot of... Has there been any ideas that you've thought of off the top of your head where you're like, that might be interesting to look into, but you never actually, like, you know, said, you never actually talked about it, or have you already kind of, like, said everything there is? I just want to, I'm trying to, you know, I, I just talk out ahead. I, I was thinking about the fantasy football concept, future F wrestlers. Yeah. And like do whatever like do and like like who starts off the match first like in a way like who who gets the first um lock up you know what I mean or whatever you know what I mean toss yeah. you know what I mean that's one point um ideas but that's like you need to find somebody that's good at apps I still think that. I know that you disagree with this. I still think that the weekly shows could be put into play some way. I know that's a little more difficult, but yeah. I think there's some way it could be done. I mean... If, when we get a chance to, like, try to put some money to the show, maybe we can. Well, 
Chad, what do you think? Is there any ideas that you might have like been like, you know, maybe they could look into this. This would be a good idea, or like, you know, is there anything, anything else that hasn't been mentioned? No, I don't think so. I mean, I guess changing it up a little bit would would be nice. I mean, so basically, what you're saying is, we'll guess each of the matches, and then it's an option whether or not you want to do the bonus questions. Um, something like that. I mean, well, people. Here's the thing about the bonus questions. It is not a requirement for people to do bonus questions. They can put nothing and they're just going to get zero. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, like... They, it happened, like, um, the pay-per-view. I mean, was- I was talking about the... I was talking about at SummerSlam when, like, you know, I was having a nice little discussion about points. And I was like, I don't care. I could put no matches. Like, whatever. I could put one match. I mean, you know, people have the liberty to do what they want. As long as it falls within the rules. I mean, there's not that many rules to even follow. The main rule was don't edit. Like, you know, or if you are going to edit and you have a very valid reason, which would be a person-to-person sort of thing, you have to contact one of the, the admins. So. The ones that work on the league, you have to get a hold of James Voice mostly he's under my name. Yes. He's or, on one of the names, you know what I mean? Um, you get a hold of Dave Brocker or George Potterino. Or, if you can't get a hold of any of them, I mean, we're, we're all on Facebook most of the time, but you can also contact us at theinziguri at gmail.com. Yes, please. If you don't if you don't want anybody to see your pics, you can send them to us on the email. But sometimes people won't, like, post them on there people see it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some people copy and paste that stuff. Yeah, or something that, um, this is what you said for the last show. I was running behind on a takeover, and I just didn't have time to send you the pics. I don't, I don't watch, I don't watch, I don't watch NXT that much. I mean, I, I, I follow Tommy, uh, Bobby Roode. I knew that McIntyre was in, but didn't really see much he was doing. I give shit to the authors of pain just because they're delos. And, like, but, you know, I don't really watch their shows all the time. So I was like, put, yeah, exactly. I said, put all heels. That's my answer. And then he was like, well, some of them, there's, like, two heels, or I don't know which one is a heel. It's like, I just assumed that Rude was a heel. I mean, you know. I thought Drew was a heel. Because he came in a little-ish, you know what I mean? Yeah, but that was the thing. I mean, there's, there's ways to contact us. Um... On Facebook, it's the Inziguri, uh, if you look it up on the uh, Facebook search, find it that way. There'll be a picture of a guy taking Inziguri off of a microphone. That's how that's how you can see which one. And I don't really think there's a lot of people that have that name to start out with, so that's the other thing. Um, or I think there's an old, um, an old one on the page on the thing that has an old email, and that goes right to George. Yeah, so we have that one. We also have the, uh, on Twitter, the Enziguri on Twitter. Um, you just set up the Instagram account, but we still got to, there's a couple of things that need to be worked on with that. So we'll get back to you on that one. We still have the Snapchat and we got to open up. We need to start putting on the Instagram all our um, memes we put up. And, yes. And last but not least, our YouTube page, which is forever under construction. What's going on with that? Nothing. 
We've been too busy with the podcast. We need to actually take an off week so we can talk about some videos that we can make. We gotta have a. We gotta have. We got all week. We all work full time jobs, man. I'm gonna be off this weekend. Okay. I'm off Sunday. Are I'm you? off this week. Thank you. Okay. That's you and DB can talk about the YouTube page. No, there's stuff I want to do. Like, I know I have um, father and son team doing daily blogs. Yeah. Well, that was something else, was that if there was anybody at all interested in doing show results, um, right now we do not have an actual, like, a, I, I, know that, I know that a lot of people with this, it's mainly if you have a website right now our main hub is our facebook page but our facebook page does have a lot of activity so yes we made friends with a couple um meme companies the elite the elite wrestling marks or what was the other one the um i don't know i had to look (laughs) i got to know chad chad's a good guy not you chad but he's a juggler like you man yeah it's (laughs) Elite Wrestling Marks is one. Um, the other one was... What the heck was the other one? No, not... I just put in memes and I got memes to the extreme. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. What else is on here? I love doing the search bar. <laughs> we got... Meme Me Daddy. What the hell is this? Oh. Uh, wrestling Outsiders. Yes, Wrestling Outsiders. The, um... The black hole that is uh, Facebook. So if you go on Facebook, look up Itzagori. It's the T H E E N Z I G U R I, and just add yourself. Join us, dude. Maybe one day we'll put you on the show and we'll talk wrestling. Oh, you want to you want to plug the chat room too, Dave? Yeah, um, you want to. Do you want to do that? Do to plug it? Okay. Uh, we have a chat site that we're... Uh, me and DB have gone on there for the two pay-per-views that just went down. I forget the name of it offhand. Let me look it up. E-P-I-K chat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Epic chat. E P I K chat. Look for the theory. That is our chat room. We have it closed right now, don't we? Yeah, pretty much. You have to stay in there for it to stay open. But uh, I'm sure, if we go back in there, everything will be good. Yeah, we'll get back in there. I'm not on a computer, so I can't. I think that's actually everything for this week. We're kind of like dying out over here. We're like, we need to, tr- we need to recharge our batteries or go to sleep. <clears throat> um. So. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, the next pay per view 
No Mercy is uh, two weeks, three weeks away, maybe. Oh my god, it's just happening too damn fast. Like you know, they don't even have any time to build up for um, Brock versus Braun, and then whatever other matches are gonna throw on there. So it's it's. <clears throat> I don't know what it is. Like too many yeah. wrestling shows. They don't have any time yeah, to build up. It's overkill. Brand having their own shows. It's like it's always back to back to back to back yeah, to back. They have like shows like every three weeks seemingly. If you remember back in the eighties, they had only four pay per views, and maybe once in a while they'll do like a Tuesday in Texas kind of thing in ninety one. Or Saturday night's main event. Yes, something. something like that. You know I mean? But that's the thing, though. Everything is different now. Like now they're trying to. It's it's where you get the where you can make the money at. You know what I mean? But that's that's what leads to like indifference and burnout and like. But that's the thing though is that there's still, there's still good wrestling, and there's a lot of good wrestling out there. But there's just so much of it right now that the the value of like a lot of it's diluted right now. So. So. If you have any questions, if, if you do listen to us, please send us an email at dbrichards at, oh wait, dbrichardspodcast at hotmail.com. You had to think about your own email there, see? Dude, like, I haven't, I haven't got anything from that yet. <laughs> I haven't pushed it out yet. You could also catch us at, uh, the Enziguri at gmail.com. Um, yeah, any questions, please. Yes. Dude, I, I literally want to oh. do the tweet thing. And you could also reach us at a number. Oh, yeah. Do you know the number, Tom? Chad, do you know the number? Uh, no, I didn't know there was a number. Yeah, we got a number. You want to hear it? It's sure. 1 4 8 4 844-9823. Yes. If you didn't hear that, it was 1484-844-9823. I'm almost afraid to ask whose number that is. Oh, that's that's the Enziguri number. That's, that's the Enziguri number. Yep. Uh, dude, we got numbers now, man. Yeah. It's, oh. like, it's like the bat phone. It's the hotline. Yes, yeah. it's the biggest hotline ever. Well, thank you for joining us this week, Chad. It's always Chad, a, always it a pleasure. Great. Yes. Dude, we, dude, we would like to have you on a little bit more often. Yeah. Uh, work for me. Yeah. Sorry, I don't have as much commentary, but, you know. Hey, no, 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 no. no, you're good. You're good. Um, you, any... you said... Nah, man, I said everything. Um... I think we're done. Yeah, that's it. So, um... I'm D.B. Richards. Fran. And... And Chad. (laughs) See you guys next week. Woo!